0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take.
0: We're back here on the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. Joe DeLeon, Ryan Roberts, the NFL Combine is behind us you know what time that is folks It's mock draft time now that the combine is behind us every time that there is some sort of massive event it means it's great timing for us Ryan to do a mock draft. Are you excited because I kn- I know that mock drafts aren't aren't your favorite thing but nonetheless it's still a fun activity to do after we got to see these guys
1: up close. You know, what's really funny, Joe, is that I always call you clickbait. And uh, <laughs> I, I, everybody knows that I hate mock drafts, but I think this was actually my idea to do this mock draft. So it's kind of funny how that worked out. But yeah.
0: yeah, you always call me clickbait. But regardless, we're doing the mock draft. Uh, I'm going to start us off. We're going to do a pretty quick hit here with the picks. Unless there's like a crazy pick, I think we're going to mostly just keep short reactions to these. And folks, if you're watching the video, Make sure you comment your thoughts let us know what you think if you think we missed on a pick comment it below we want to know what you think and no trades. Ryan, and no, trades. no trades. no trades no trades. that is the thing that needs to be established here we are not doing trades just for the sake of this is a collaborative mock draft it would be really complicated to do trades if that were the case yeah. so ryan i normally start so let's throw a curveball here and you be the one who starts
1: <laughs> are you serious right now man yes oh, absolutely you need to tell me that before we start Uh, Sure. No. Um Chicago Bears are on the clock, so who are we taking? Look, man, this is fully dependent on all the legality stuff works out, but I'm gonna take Jalen Carter here for the Chicago Bears, right? Like he is the rarest football player, I believe, in this draft from a Size, explosiveness, pass rush upside, all that great stuff. He obviously has a lot to answer for, you know, over the next month and a half as far as the legality side of things of the situation that happens, you know, in, in January with the death of his teammates. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot that needs to be answered, but I'm assuming that everything, if it does turn out and it isn't the worst case scenario, Jalen Carter's an excellent football player, man. I think he's the best player in this draft potentially.
0: Yeah, if we remove all that, this is a home run pick. Um, Ryan, as we get to number two here for the Houston Texans, I believe that another team is going to have picked the first quarterback off the board, but here's the thing that gets complicated. I do have, and this is legit information, that the Texans aren't the biggest fan of Bryce Young's size, and I've said that on on this show before. I've said it on other shows before. So I'm a little wary of picking Bryce Young to the Texans here in this spot. With that being said, I think that C.J. Stroud showed us a, you know, very, very strong um, passing skills at the NFL Combine. So I'm going to give him to the Houston Texans. And again, my reasoning here that they probably want somebody who more traditional size. They probably want to go with somebody who's a little bit safer. They're coming off of Davis Mills who – Did not pan out, so they're going to probably want to go with somebody with a lower floor. And I think we can easily agree here, and we said this on the last show that we did, or one of the last shows that we did, that C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young have the lowest floors, so the bigger guy goes to the Houston Texans.
1: That, that would be pretty funny if the Houston Texans opt for a guy that doesn't hit their size threshold when D'Amico Ryans was literally a short linebacker that didn't hit I size know. thresholds. That would be really funny. Uh, easy one, though, here, Joe. Easy one. Arizona Cardinals, one of their biggest needs is to continue to bolster their pass rush. I'm going to give them Will Anderson. Again, man, he had an argument for to be the number one player in this class with Jalen Carter, and I also think Bijan Robinson's in that conversation. But Will's just such a clean prospect, man. Not going to be from everyone from a stand-up rusher perspective, but he is explosive. He mm. is productive. He's a really good football player. Will Anderson.
0: So without trades, Ryan, this mock draft is is it's weird, admittedly, because I keep pulling the Shane Steichen being the head coach of the Colts as evidence on why they're either going to take Will Levis or Anthony Richardson simply from the fact of who the heck was his quarterback this past year that he got to a Super Bowl. It was Jalen Hurts, who is a fantastic athlete, a guy that he was – Uh, that he utilized as a runner, as a facet of the offense, and in an effective, protected manner that he wasn't getting hurt. So I think that this might be Anthony Richardson, but considering that Bryce Young is still on the board, we know that there has been a lot of reshuffling for the Indianapolis Colts at quarterback. And again, I think that the teams that have been burned by quarterbacks as of late are going to be a little more cautious in their decision-making. So let's go Bryce Young for the Indianapolis
1: Colts. Drafting the best quarterback in the draft at pick four is always a good strategy. There, Joseph, number five, Seattle Seahawks. Hmm. This one's tough, man. Because I want to give him a Ooh. defensive lineman, right? Like that's really what I where I want to give go him here. Anthony Richardson. Why would I do that? They Gino had a good season. Cause problems. Oh, uh, yeah, causing problems. Sure, sure. <laughs> but, but in reality, I think the Seattle Seahawks would probably take Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. But I'm making the pick here, Joe. And I'm going Miles Murphy because I still Whoa. think that we're overthinking Miles Murphy, defensive end out of the University of Clemson, 6'5, 265, 275. I think it was 272 at the combine. Kid's just an explosive freak, man. We're overthinking him a ton. He is a, a really talented football player, and I think he fits kind of the mold of what Seattle typically likes in their pass rushes, as far as the length and physicality perspective. So Miles Murphy, Clemson, great pick. Did not test, but I don't think he really needed to. We know that this guy is a freak.
0: For some reason, hasn't been getting a lot of love lately, which is which is weird. So here, here's where I'm going to complicate things. I, don't know. I, uh no, actually, do I want to do it?
1: Oh, man, Ryan, I'm so tempted to do it. Put Anthony Richardson with Jared Goff to create chaos, man. That would be the funniest pairing of all time at the top. Okay, here here are my
0: thoughts. Here are my thoughts is that Jared Goff was great last year and that what he did was enough for them to keep and retain him and keep him around for a couple of seasons. But I think for that reasoning, he is a perfect bridge quarterback. I believe that – for their second pick, if somebody's on the board, it would be worth considering. But here, it's they've got two picks. Do they use one of them on a quarterback? Um, you know what? I'm not going to screw things up. I'm going to give them a defensive back. I'm going to give them Devon Witherspoon. I'm adding a really good DB into the mix. And their secondary is bolstered. You know I love
1: Devin Witherspoon, man. Really talented player. Is it Devin it, or Devon Witherspoon? I feel I like it's, the O is I, I think I think, it's Devin. I think it's Devin. I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong about that. Okay. Easy pick here, though, Joe. It's got to be a quarterback, man. And for a second, I thought I was going to take Will Levis because nobody was left. But Anthony Richardson is still on the board, man. Pick seven. To the LA Raiders. Ooh. Las Vegas Raiders, excuse me. They're not, they've been in LA since like the 80s. My apologies. <laughs> but Anthony Richardson, face of a franchise, the face they need moving forward. Not a perfect fit for what Josh McDaniels wants to do, but take a rare athlete and figure it out later, man. Anthony Richardson.
0: Look, I don't get those, and it seems like it's mostly those that that cover the Falcons and actually a lot of Falcons fans too want to ride with Desmond Ritter and I keep saying this Desmond Ritter's not that good. I, I don't understand why there's this commitment to Desmond Ritter. Arthur Smith is has been around for a few years now and they also are another team that has not had a solidified answer at quarterback. So here's the polar opposite going from the guy with the high floor to one with a higher ceiling and I argue that will Levis, fits very nicely with the scheme that Arthur Smith likes to run. And him being on the board, I think, was unexpected pre-combine. Now post-combine, I think the momentum continues to build for Anthony Richardson as QB3. So Will Levis is on the board. The Atlanta Falcons don't have to make a move. They get a quarterback. They are set. Oh,
1: man, I think Atlanta fans are going to hate that pick so much, but it doesn't <laughs> really matter. It's, still, it's really funny. Carolina Panthers, Joe. Oh, gosh. So tough, man. It really is tough. I, this is a tricky <sighs> pick because they did just miss out on Will
0: Levis, they missed out on all of the quarterbacks. Is this an offensive yeah. lineman, maybe? Their
1: offensive line played decent last year, though, which is the yeah. issue, right? Like, it, that's kind of the issue I, I'm wrestling with here is that they actually played pretty well in the offensive line, defensive line wise. They have Brian Burns, they have Derek Brown. Linebacker-wise, I know Shaq Thompson's still there. Who's their corner opposite J.C.? Do they have somebody opposite J.C. that's any good?
0: Did, didn't they get um, – oh, my God. Who was who the kid
1: that – I thought Dante uh, Jackson was their guy last year. Am I wrong? Well, who was the Jaguars corner – that oh, C.J. Henderson? It. He stinks. He stinks. It doesn't matter. So, so maybe we want to so, go corner so, here? Yeah, yeah. Let's go to go corner here, Joe. I'm going to go since Devin, Devin Witherspoon, who's my top corner in the class, is off the board. I'm going to go Christian Gonzalez from from Oregon, the former Colorado transfer. I mean, I think it really showed it all at the combine, man, as far as the height, weight, speed, explosiveness, and ability to change direction. It's all there. Mm-hmm. I still think he's a little rough around the edges, but uh, if you develop him on the other side of J.C. Horn, It's a lot of length, man. It's a lot of talent as far as from an explosiveness perspective. So Christian Gonzalez.
0: So I think that there's two directions that the Philadelphia Eagles could go in this spot. I want to give them Bijan Robinson, but I still, I don't think, I really don't think that a running back is going to go in the top 10. I think as wishfully as we think, and it's it's one of those circumstances where we talk about on the show where we're not a general manager, we're not making the pick. So therefore, we'd be more willing to take the risk of taking a running back early. I think, as we've kind of seen, NFL teams have been a little more careful about doing that. For the Philadelphia Eagles, though, we do have some defensive linemen on the board. I love what Brian Brazee did at the Combine. I think that... I believe Brandon Graham is a free agent right now. Yes. The interior of their defensive line is aging. So for them to get a big body like Brian Brzee, I don't think they have really that much of an edge issue. You know, like I take him Lucas Van Ness, but I think that they have a bigger issue inside. So I'm going to go with Brian Brzee here at pick
1: number 10. Javon Hargrave is also a free agent for them, yes. so we'll see if he is re-signed. So that's a, that's that a pick has thing. to be a
0: defensive tackle, right, with all that writing on the wall. How,
1: assuming How, a- Howie Roseman traditionally is an offensive, defensive line guy in the draft anyway. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of where they make their bread and butter. So I think it makes it makes a ton of sense. Joe, this one's a slam dunk for me, though, with the Tennessee Titans at pick 11. Their longtime left tackle, Taylor Luan, was just cut. So they do not have a left tackle right now. Ooh. So the question is, do I want to go with Peter Skoronsky? Do I want to play with Paris Johnson? I've talked glowingly about Peter Skaronsky. I think he's an offensive tackle at the next level. But I'm going to take more of the sure thing and especially because the Tennessee Titans are still a team that's going to want to be built as a physically imposing team, a team that wants to get downhill, wants to run the football a ton. So give me Paris Johnson Jr., offensive tackle out of Ohio State. We saw the 6'6", 320, 36-plus-inch arms. He has all the talent to be a dominant blindside protector. I think stylistically he fits what the Tennessee Titans want to be.
0: Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel With Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple. With their easy to use website and mobile apps, pick between two and five players to fill out your pick them slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K, HACK, like the name of this channel. Use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which is all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially, again, during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's BetOnline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. It's promo code BELIEVE50. To get fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit, bet online where the game starts. Man, that is perfect, perfect pick. And I also think that's one of those where I'm going to keep saying this that that's that's got to be an offensive lineman. I don't think offensive linemen are going to be a heavy pull in the first ten like we had last year. So I, yeah. I believe that that Titans pick them parting ways with Taylor Lewan. It's got to be one of the one of the offensive linemen. And Paris Johnson did phenomenally at the NFL Combine. Houston Texans, very fun spot here at number 12 as they get to round out for D'Amico Ryan's another great pick. And look, Tyree Wilson's on the board, dude. They get an in, in, in state product with Tyree Wilson. I'm throwing him into the mix. I know that that defense is young and improving, but throw in uh, a very long, athletic edge rusher. I think that's a great, great addition for that defense as they get two top 15 picks to get a quarterback. And now
1: possibly a premier edge rusher. You gave them C.J. Stroud, right? So you got C.J. Oh, C.J. Stroud entire Yes, Wilson. I did give. Yes, I did give them C.J. Stroud. Yeah, got it. I was just making sure I had my bearings on there. Uh, New York Jets, Joe. They need a quarterback, but obviously there's no quarterback in this spot. Hey, Derek is, Carr. Trick. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean that's just, again. I mean, we've heard Aaron Rodgers, we've heard Derek mm-hmm. Carr. Like, there's a lot of names that are going to be thrown out there. I feel like mm-hmm. they're going to find their quarterback. That's going to be on the market, but not in the draft market anyway. So one player that has been a disappointment after a really strong rookie year was Makai Becton as an offensive tackle for the New York Jets, right? You have Elijah Vera Tucker, who's done a nice job, obviously, inside a guard. But I think that there are still some answers that need to be found at tackle. I know that they've you know found some Lightning in a bottle with like George Fant and stuff like that over the last couple of years. But I think continuing to bolster offensive tackle is always a good idea, especially when you're not sure about the future of Mikai Becton. So give me Peter Skoronsky mm. offensive tackle out of Northwestern. I think he's a really safe player, and I think he's a high floor player. And I think for the New York Jets, that roster is getting a lot better. You need high floor type of players to really kind of get this thing kickstarted a little bit. So Peter Skoronsky, offensive tackle, Northwestern. Boom.
0: That is a home run of a pick for them to round it. Not a lot of length on that offensive line though, as you said of wow. Tucker and Skaronski, but still a really stout offensive line that the Jets are going to be having for uh Zach Wilson to throw five picks a game. Now the New England Patriots picking at number 14. You know, what? I'm going to be a, a weird It's a weird gonna, one, man. I'm going to yeah. be a hack, man. The tight end, the best tight end in the class, the best tight end that's come out in the past few years, Patriots fans. You know what it's weird is you get some of these other these other fan bases that get upset if you give them Michael Mayer. But <laughs> when I hear Patriots fans, them getting Michael Mayer, I, it's been nothing but like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Patriots fans love tight ends, dude. Bill Belichick loves tight ends. Gets himself the recreation of Rob Gronkowski. I know that they have invested free agents, uh, free agent money at tight end, but put a young guy into the mix, get a an added piece to the offensive line, which wasn't great last year, wasn't consistent last year. And a go-to weapon for Mac Jones, who doesn't have a lot of them.
1: Yeah, because I think it's the baby Gronk nickname, right? Like New mm-hmm. England Patriots fans are like, yeah, Michael Mayer, cool. <laughs> you know what stinks is that I was lining him up to the Green Bay Packers here at <laughs> f man. Like that was that was my pick. Wide receiver, I've been very on board with this Joe. I'm just not a fan of taking the wide receiver in the top 20 this year. I'm just not. In the in the top in the last 12 picks or so. If it's the right situation with the right team, I'm okay with the wide receiver. But I'm not forcing a wide receiver here for the Green Bay Packers. I know Green Bay Packers fans are probably rolling their eyes because I'm about to make them not draft the wide receiver again in the first round for like the sixth straight year. But I I just can't do it, man. I just don't love the value in this Mm -hmm. slot. I am going to give him an edge rusher, though, Joe. I'm going to give him some pass rush profile to continue to bolster. This is going to be a controversial one, but I like controversy, man. Will McDonald, the fourth, Iowa State pass rusher, the best outside track pass rusher in this class, man. I think they'll probably be more into the profile of a Lucas Van Ness from a legitimate, like legitimacy, legitimacy perspective. But I love Will McDonald, man. I think his upside is immense, incredibly flexible outside track rusher. Will McDonald, Green Bay Packers.
0: So, Ryan, the more that I think about this, I think what's about to happen for the commanders is pretty good proof that they might need to trade up to get a quarterback. Because them at 16, they missed out on premier offensive linemen and they need interior offensive line help. They missed out on a chance to even touch a quarterback. Like that's got to be priority one. I I just think to myself that that offense isn't bad. And it's, it's like, how the hell do I fix it? And it's quarterback. They need a quarterback, but they can't get anyone here. Um, I'm a little perplexed on like who I want to go with in this spot. Um, because I don't I don't love in the in any of the interior players. I'm not gonna go Ricky Stromberg this early. I'm not Take gonna
1: hooker. Take Hen Hooker.
0: Uh, but I don't want to go Hendon Hooker <laughs> this early. I think if it's gonna go anywhere, it might be with the Bucks at at nineteen or maybe twenty for the for the Seahawks, I don't want to give them a receiver. If I gave them another defensive lineman, I think Commanders fans would revolt for the amount of years <laughs> in a row that they have selected um, defensive linemen. Um, you know what? I'm going to just keep it simple. I know that their corners have been fine, but I'm going to give them Joey Porter Jr., who I, I believe them being him being on the board this late is a is a strong pick for the for the Commanders.
1: Joey Porter is not a good football player. Man. Oh, shut up! Um, <laughs> next pick here, Pittsburgh Steelers. He, I, I should rephrase. He's a good football player, just literally for my for my taste, right? Pittsburgh Steelers, Joe. They've needed offensive line help. They could they for whatever reason, are just not withstanding to do that for them over the last couple of years. I'm going to give them offensive line help, man. I I think for me, like this is one of those ones where. I wouldn't necessarily be like pumped about this pick, but I, I think it makes sense and it's a good football player. So give me Broderick Jones, I offensive like tackle out of Georgia. He's a physically imposing football player, plays with a great base. I think he can do some stuff inside out for you as well. Like He can play some guard in a pinch. He obviously is an offensive tackle for Georgia in the last couple of years. And the Steelers need upgrades on the offensive line pretty much everywhere. So take a good offensive lineman that might have a little bit of alignment versatility, Broderick Jones, Georgia.
0: Yeah, that one's another one who I think has got to be an offensive lineman. And if it's Broderick Jones or Darnell Wright, I think either of those picks, like I can talk myself into. Uh, for the Detroit Lions picking at 18, man, I know that Amon Ross St. Brown has been fantastic. I know that DJ Chark showed some positive signs. I know that they also got Jameson Williams, but, uh, you know, I'm going to talk myself into a wide receiver. I, I think I'm going to do wow. it. And I, because I don't want to take Dalton Kincaid that early, I'm going to go with Quentin Johnston here. At 18, first wide receiver off the board. Lions fans are going to hate that show. Oh, I don't care. Hate it, I don't They're care. Hate it. They, they, get like, the they get mad we about everything. They get mad about everything. Their team stinks, and they get well, mad about everything. We
1: have the, the thirty-first ranked defense in the NFL. How are you not taking defense? I got yeah, him yeah. a corner.
0: I got him a corner. Who else am I supposed to take him? I guess I could have gone Van Ness, but ah, uh, man, you're
1: good. You're good. Stick to your guns, sir. Stick to your yeah. guns. <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Joseph. Oh man, this is actually a really tough one because obviously they need a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know if you're on the uh, Kyle Trask bandwagon. I am not. I, I don't know, man. <sighs> just don't know if I'm going to take it here. Like I, I like Hendon Hooker. If Hendon Hooker didn't get hurt, I might even mock him in the late first round. So, like I, I was a fan of Hendon Hooker, but I'm just not 19 overall. Hendon Hooker, like that one, just doesn't make a ton of sense for me, man. It really doesn't. So, uh they have wide receivers. They don't need a wide receiver. Offensive tackles. They have offensive tackles. I mean, you could always use more defensive linemen, right? Like, in theory. Right. I know they have Vita Veya, but, like, they can add somebody with Vita Veya, right? Uh, Joe, this is like the ultimate tradeback spot, man. If you don't have a quarterback that you like here. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? People are going to hate this, but It's fine. B. John Robinson's on the board. They just cut Leonard oh, Fournette. They don't have a. They don't have. They just had a historically bad rushing attack this past year. So give me Bijan, man. Give me Bishan. And yeah, if Kyle Trask awesome. is your quarterback, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to rely on the run a little bit. So honestly, that's one of those picks where like I think that's very
0: possible, but it's gonna be one of those like, oh my god, why would you take a running back when you have so many other issues?
1: That's that's a that's a, tr- that's a trade back scenario. Yeah, but, like. We're not doing trades, so is what it yeah,
0: is. Yeah, the the bu- the Bucks are. I feel like have notoriously not been very, very good at drafting. So we've got the Seattle Seahawks back up. I'm going to keep this one simple. Jackson Smith and Jig was here, and I would like to bolster their receiving core, uh, assuming that Geno Smith is going to be the starting quarterback still next year. Might as well get him some added weapons so that the offense moves a little bit
1: more efficiently. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And they took obviously Miles Murphy with their first pick. So mm-hmm. you got pass rusher and pass catcher back to back there. Los Angeles Chargers, Joe, Los Angeles Chargers. This one's going to be a little bit of a weird one for some people and it's fine. You know, I, I, I dig with weird a little bit. They are rumored to be a cut candidate of Khalil Mack this offseason. And Joey Bosa has been banged up the last couple years. And hasn't been incredibly healthy. So I'm going to give him a guy that I think plays a little bit similar-ish to a Nick Bosa. Give me Lucas Van Ness, edge out of Iowa, who is an incredible athlete and a kid that is just starting to really get his profile working off the edge. But I think inside-outside versatility, teams always need more pass rush. Give me Lucas Van Ness.
0: That's so crazy that Van Ness ended up falling that far, but I think that's part of not having trades that impacted that. Uh, Baltimore Ravens up here – at 22, I mean, he—the man—played his hand by giving up the fact that they're not very happy with the receiver situation. But oh man, how many years in a row have they been drafting receivers that just haven't panned <laughs> out? <sighs> let's let let's add a deep threat to the mold. Let's add Zay Flowers to the mix. Uh, since Hollywood Brown has been gone, Ooh. they haven't had a consistent deep threat, and I think that Zay Flowers. You're absolutely getting that assuming that Lamar Jackson is returning as the quarterback for the Baltimore
1: Ravens. Very interesting Joseph, very interesting. I don't hate it, man. In a vacuum, I think some people will think it's a little early, but you know, we'll we'll see what works here. I just think
0: Addison doesn't make sense in that spot because they already have Rashad Bateman who's a little bit more of a tactile route running type guy, so two of those guys it doesn't make sense
1: in the room for me. Oh, tactile. I love it, man. Uh, I love it. Minnesota Vikings is who is we have up now. Um I was actually going to look at their roster for a second. So yeah, let's do this man. Let's do this. So Joe, their safety group right now, is Harrison Smith is getting up there in years. He's nearing the end. Good football player though still, but he's nearing the end. Cameron Bynum is not a very good safety. <laughs> he's not. So give me Brian Branch who's a safety nickel ah. out of Alabama still on the board man which is crazy for me. He's a top 10 player in this class for me overall. I love Brian Branch. So give me the versatility that he has on the back end. I think that Minnesota still needs some answers obviously in the secondary. Um, their nickel is was Chaden Sullivan who's a very replaceable nickel. They have a one safety that's old old in the tooth and they have another that is not very good football player in Cameron Bynum. So I think he fills a couple roles in the back end for the Minnesota Vikings. I'm actually pretty stunned that
0: Trenton Simpson fell this far. Uh, I see the need for interior offensive line help and just offensive line help in general for the Jaguars. I'm going to go with Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. Uh, You said it on the show that he's got the demeanor to play inside. I think that he's a right tackle. So at the very least, you can do a little bit of reshuffling uh, and maybe yeah. you do bump them inside if you think that's best. But I think that when you've got a really good season with Trevor Lawrence, you need to continue to build the offensive line, make that the primary focus with all the money that you spent a wide receiver last offseason and try to
1: bolster that group. Giants are a weird one, man. They're a weird one. I mean, they need wide receiver help, right? So, I mean, that's like my immediate thought because, I mean, they're cutting Kenny Galladay, right? Isn't that the whole thing is that they're going about to cut Kenny Galladay? They had this a,
0: has to be a receiver. I think Giants fans would revolt if they didn't take a receiver.
1: Fine. Well, I'm going to take the wide receiver that I'd like, and I'm sure some people probably won't like as much, but that's fine. Joshua Downs, wide receiver, North Carolina is my pick. I, dude, I think he's an easy slot projection I also think that he can play outside and he's explosive. He's physical at the catch point, smaller receiver, but like, I really don't care. He's a good football player, man.
0: Brian, this is the only they pick made- I'm going to give you pushback on. They just drafted Wandel Robinson. I don't know. I just. Josh can play outside though. I, I outside. like Josh Downs, but I don't know. I think I'd, you don't like Jordan Addison as much as I do. I think I would rather. Jordan have-
1: Addison's as small as Josh Downs and not as athletic, man. What are we doing? Jordan Addison's doing? more productive though. No, he's not. Yes, he is. That's so, who. So. What is he, he more? Pro- the this year? he
0: won the Belichick. He the What are we talking about? This year, he was more productive? Maybe not this. Oh, year. Oh yeah,
1: Joe. You mean you mean you mean on a uh, you mean on that on that fantastic Pittsburgh Panther team with all those other great receivers that he played and with Kenny Pickett, oh, yeah. Yeah, Kenny Pickett. Put, put some short. put
0: some respect on on Jordan Addison's name. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, sure, sure. The Dallas Cowboys. You know what? The Dallas Cowboys are happy that Jordan Addison's on the board right now, and they're going to go with him. I feel like they have had inconsistencies at receiver, so them adding a receiver, uh, I think, is the most likely decision here.
1: I I just throw it by my mouth a little. Good, bit. Good, such good. A bad this pick. is the it's such a man. By the way, it's this is the pick. one guy that I think you and I
0: are on such different. Wavelengths. I think this is the Addison, only guy
1: ran like four five flat. No, it it ran four, nine. Three pounds. He ran a four four nine. Oh, four five flat. Four four nine. Is that a big difference there? This for me, damn Come it, on, man. It is for Stop me. It. Stop it. Stop it. Look. All right. We're at Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills are in a championship window, Joe. I think you just continue to get high floor football players for a team that's in big and is in championship windows. Mm-hmm. I'm not like super high on him from like a first round perspective, but I'm gonna give him Osiris Torrance, the offensive guard from the like University that. of Florida. Cause I just look, man, he's six, four and a half. He's 340 pounds. He's just rock solid, right? Like is he a traditional first round caliber player? Probably not. But in this class with the high floor he has the Buffalo Bills, Osiris Torrance, Florida. That's
0: a fantastic pick for him. And then oh wow the Bengals are pissed right now. The Bengals are really upset because they missed out on all the tackles, they missed out on all of the great interior guys that they could have used to bolster the offensive line. They do you could you, could, you know could give them wands, man. Oh my DeJuan's. god, dude, I am not giving them Dewan Jones. Dewan Jones is not a first round pick, man, and I'm really hoping that that is um Isaiah Wilson was the kid out of Georgia, right? That that went to the Titans. Yes. That's Isaiah yes. Wilson this year. I'm telling you right now that Ooh. that is Isaiah Wilson. <laughs> we need to stop stop <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves. I like Klaja I'm a big Klaja fan. He gives you a little bit of pass rush. He gives you a little juice on the defensive line. So let's go Klaja for their defensive line pick.
1: Joe, you know I'm not like the biggest Klaja fan, but him pairing with DJ Reader – is a good pairing, yeah. so I'll give you that, man That's not a terrible Thank you. I actually didn't dislike that one that much um, <laughs> That much, it seemed worse um, New Orleans Saints, Joe Obviously needs a quarterback I think that's going to be resolved, obviously In you know free agency or trade wa- trade Destination-wise, whatever We'll figure that one out Defensive lineman, I, there's just not a defensive Interior defensive lineman that would be like Super stoked here, Like I would consider a Keanu Benton, but I'm not going to do it I'm going to go to cornerback here, Joe. A guy that I haven't gotten eyes on until pretty recently just had a historic combine. Give me Deontay Banks from Maryland, man. Wow. That kid's a talented football player, man. Historical tester. I was told before the combine he had great film. I just started diving in this morning. I'm only about a game in, but the kid has a lot of tools to work with. So give me Deontay Banks.
0: So I think if the Eagles don't go running back early, that then sets them up for this last pick. To go with the running back. By the way, really weird that Trenton Simpson hasn't gotten picked, but I believe if Miles Sanders does not come back in free agency, which I don't think they should be incentivized to pay him, knowing the history of running backs, and it's not like he's the most dynamic, explosive running back or one of the most dynamic, explosive running backs in the NFL. He's a good back, but to pay him to watch him slowly decline, like we just saw with Zeke and we've seen with every other running back, let's start fresh. Let's add a dude to the group. Jameer Gibbs, Kenneth Gainwell, that is going to be a fantastic one-two punch for that Eagles running back room.
1: Very interesting, very interesting. I would love it. I'm not sure if Eagles fans would love a running back in the first round, but, you know, I I really like the pick, though. I like the pick personally. Kansas City Chiefs, Joe. This is an interesting pick because my immediate thought was pass catcher. Wide receiver was my immediate thought. It was. There's not a wide receiver here that I would take in the first round. Mm -hmm. Just isn't. I mean, like I would consider Jalen Hyatt just because it's the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Just because he's playing with Patrick Mahomes. But I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go a little off the radar here. I think, man, a little bit, a little off the cuff here. Give me Darnell Washington, tight end. Oh,
0: you didn't even go Dalton Kincaid. Wow.
1: Nah, man. I'm not a big Don KK guy. I can get there with Darnell Washington stuff because he has such a high floor as a blocker. I'm imagining 2023, Darnell Washington, Travis Kelsey, and 12, tight en- in 12, um, 12 g- personnel groupings, right, with two tight ends, and then eventually he is the guy that is groomed to be the tight end of the future down the line. So Darnell Washington to pair with the Super Bowl champions and to pair with Travis Kelsey. Uh, I like that, and
0: I, I honestly think – to make the assumption, um, or not to make the assumption, but I would argue Dalton Kincaid doesn't make sense because you're getting two guys that do the same thing.
1: Very similar.
0: I'd rather if I'm getting a second tight end to add to the mix, it's gonna be somebody who does something different and you're getting some really good blocking. So, uh, and I would argue that after his combine, he probably might be a little bit of a riser, Darnell Washington after what he did. So uh, I do, I am a fan of that pick. Ryan, that's a great note to wrap us up on. At Joe DeLeon, at Rise and Draft. Let us know in the comments what you think. We'll be back.